Anomaly's pilot. Can I, can I, can I help you, sir? <laughs> oh, kid, I might. <laughs> uh, uh, is there something that you need? Are you uh, standing up and hanging onto a sign? It's a bit odd. Uh, well, mate, I've lost my hotel. Ow. I don't know how to get where I'm going. No, I can help you, sir. I can help you. Do you want to get on the back of my horse and ride, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Can We Add Arnie, the only podcast in the world, I dare say the universe, that dares to ask the question, can we add Arnie to any movie? Good and tag. <laughs> sure, but uh, we want to thank everyone for who's been downloading the podcast. We appreciate it. We've had some five-star reviews, which is lovely. Yeah, super appreciative of that. And those reviews actually help us get noticed. And helping us achieve our goal of one day, Arnie, listening to the podcast and being a little bit like, what is this trash? <laughs> Who are these guys? Sue them. <laughs> <laughs> That's our dream. We just want a cease and desist letter from Arnie. That's our goal. No, we life. don't stop there. I want to go to court. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, then right. I get to meet Arnie. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But he, he won't be there, right? Oh, he'd probably send a lawyer or something instead, wouldn't but he? But we'd be like, are you Arnie's lawyer? We'd be like, yeah, we'd be like, what an honor. <laughs> Can we have your autograph? Like, don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we are talking all things Arnie. And today's movie, we're going to try and add Arnie to, if it's possible, Crocodile Dundee. One of Australia's biggest cinematic exports. In fact, I think... It is the biggest cinematic export we've ever had. It's ever. the highest grossing Australian movie of all time. Okay, that's a big call. I'm thinking the Wiggles, but I guess uh, I guess it's up there. I said like a movie, man. They're a they TV have movies? Show. Yeah, but it hasn't grossed as much as Crocodile Dundee did in 1986. I'm going to agree with that then. I, I thought I loved this movie until rewatching it. <laughs> 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 and then I'm like, oh, okay. It's actually not as good as I remember it. Considering we're Australians, which means we have been tarred with the brush of every reference in this movie for our whole lives. I've been to America and the whole time it's just like, oh, mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. you call that a knife? And you're like, okay, America. Yeah. You, are you bringing any shrimp for that Barbie? Yeah, which isn't even in the movie. It's just an ad campaign. But yep. come on. Uh, there is a song spot in our heart for this movie because there is just so many references. Does it hold up? Absolutely not. But Rotten Tomatoes also kind of agrees. I mean, it's got an 89% from kind critics. Of, from critics? 59% from the audience. Really? Which I feel is more realistic because it's the same number percent tomato made up, 36 reviews, and then it's got 59% audience score with 250,000 ratings. <laughs> I, I would give it 40%. <laughs> Yeah. Is that fair? I feel like that's so, fair. Um, I'd never seen this before watching it. And so I went into it going, I have no idea what to expect, except yep. I know there's one famous line about a knife. That There is a knife. And I have to agree with you. Like, I don't think the movie, I get pop culturally, yes, it's relevant, it's great, it's got good character yep. in Dundee. And by character, you mean one character? One character. <laughs> but there's nothing else to the movie. It felt very thin in terms of a plot. Nothing really happened. And I know people kind of go, well, it's a fish out of water kind of movie. Yep, You're yep. taking a man uh, who's only ever known one world and you've thrown him into the big hustle and bustle of New York City. It's like, yeah, yep. I get that, but give me a protagonist or an yeah. antagonist. Give me we some We kind of get a little hint of one. But, too, but, but so even vague. Then, it's so vague. Um, do you want to read the synopsis of what Crocodile Dundee is about? Absolutely. All right, Crocodile Dundee, mate. Oh, that's really good, mate. Which is funny. Like, is it, well, that's how you normally speak. So it's about time we spoke how we normally speak. <laughs> yeah, we've been putting these voices on. Yeah, for your fancy city folk. <laughs> but really, we talk like this. Yeah. I grew up in a kangaroo's pouch. Absolutely, mate. And then I ate it for Tucker. <laughs> and then I put witchy grubs up my bottom. <laughs> okay, I, that, that's, that's too much. 
<laughs> there is a line. It's true. <laughs> it's uh, that's the problem. Is it it's true? <laughs> I saw him do it before we came in here. <laughs> it's like oh, it's a long one. <laughs> All right, Crocodile Dundee is a nineteen eighty six Aussie comedy film directed by Peter Feynman. Who who cares? Yeah. Uh, the story follows Michael J. Crocodile Dundee, very close to Michael J. Fox. Ah, yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> maybe a rela- relative. <laughs> maybe. Imagine if he had Parkinson's in the film. Now, that would have been a plot point. <laughs> that would, well, that would have been a plot. Just a plot in general. Yeah, uh, wow. A legendary crocodile hunter from the Australian outback. When journalist Sue Charlton visits Dundee, she convinces him to come to New York City for a cultural exchange. Is that what they're calling it? <laughs> <laughs> exchange more than just culture. I'll yeah. tell you what. <laughs> a bit of bloody culture is in bacteria, mate. <laughs> exchange a little witchetty grub yeah. once he pulled it out of his bottom. <laughs> Dundee's fish-out-of-water experiences in the urban jungle Mm. uh, provide comedic moments as he navigates the complexities of city life. The film explores cultural differences, showcasing Dundee's unique perspective and survival skills. As the adventure unfolds, a romantic connection develops between Dundee and Sue. The film received widespread acclaim for its humour, charm, and Paul Hogan's iconic performance as Dundee. He, he did a good job. I, I wrote that down in my notes. Yep. I said he is full of charm. He's, he's a charming individual. Um, one thing you told me uh, before we got started is how much its budget was to make versus what it earned. Yeah, so it was a very small budget. I think it was propped up by the government here in Australia as well. Okay. They put a fair bit into it. $5.3 million US. To make it. To make it. Okay. It then grossed at the box office $328 million. That's crazy. Massive. So this movie made Paul Hogan a megastar. He never really worked another good film in his life because I went through his (laughs) filmography and it is just trash after trash after Uh, trash. What about Crocodile Dundee 2? True. He did do number two, which also grossed a lot of money. And then he did number three, Crocodile Dundee Oh, I remember that. LA. Yeah, that wasn't good either. It wasn't good either, but it still made money for some reason, but it kind of was like on a descending scale. Absolutely. It was the number two movie of 1986 behind Top Gun. Wow. That's embarrassing. Isn't it? Like, what was going on in 1986? Yeah, well, it's peak 80s, 86. And yet Dundee is somehow the second highest grossing movie in the world. That's made me sad. (laughs) It's such a crap movie. (laughs) It got nominated. Uh, Paul Hogan was nominated for an Academy Award. For best original screenplay, I believe. Wow, it must have been a thin year for movies. It, well, yeah, Top Gun, and then what else? Like, it's it's funny, like, because we're obviously looking at this. It's 2024, yeah, and we're looking at this movie, and we're kind of being a little bit like 2024 to a movie made in the 80s. And you'll hear that a little bit as we kind of go through it, because there are moments which we will not be talking about on this, because we don't want to get cancelled. But I'm sure at the time it was pretty cool seeing a guy who's like you know a tough guy, and he's calling women Sheila, and he's dragging around crocodiles, but. Yeah. <laughs> to put it into perspective of what that year was yeah, hit me. for cinema, uh, in number three behind Dundee, you had The Karate Kid Part 2. Oh, number two. Then you had a, a film called Back to School. Okay. And then number five, now I call this a travesty. Here we go. Aliens. Ah! Oh. James Cameron, Sigourney Weaver, the yeah. second Alien film. Oh, I, I, the second one. Well, yeah. sequels, a sequel year. Maybe it was just a really bad year for movies, like no one really got into them. Well, we got into this one, um, but the question is, can we add Arnie into it? Uh, so let's start off with, because we know the main characters, you've got your Sue Charlton, who's the main journalist chick that goes to Australia and tries to find this crazy wild man. Of course, you know, Crocodile Dundee. Uh, you've got Richard uh, Mason as well. That's the boyfriend. They try to make him a bit of a bad guy, and he's a little bit of a jerk. But also at the same time, like not, she, not enough of a jerk to be well, a villain. She was messing around 
And then they kind of imply it because a hot woman walks past and he kind of glances her way while he's drunk. And they're like, oh, he's a bit of a bad guy. And it's like, I don't know if that's enough. Like, he seems like he loves her, but I don't know. Yeah, he needed some real kind of like corporate financial uh, crime to commit for it to like be that, a proper yeah, bad guy. it must have been cut because like, obviously, like, you know, he's working at the same place that the dad works, her dad. And like, I think that was kind of a storyline, but yeah. Oh, it was rife with nepotism. I'll tell you that much. Absolutely. Um, there's so many characters we'll, and we will go to that. But first, let's invent some characters. Mm. My favorite part. Now, Arnie can fit in this movie perfectly, in, as far as I'm concerned, in so many places where you just wouldn't expect it. I'm going to do the first pitch. Hit me. I would love to see Arnie voicing the crocodile that lunges out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> When Sue is stripping off into that bathing suit, which, by the way... What a scene. What a scene. Now, I don't want to sound like a stereotypical male. Okay. Well, then, don't. And I won't. <laughs> but, my God. What a coming-of-age scene that would have been. Is that what you did during it? <laughs> no, 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 no. But what a, what a coming-of-age scene that would have been for a lot of... Oh, yeah. Quite salacious. Very salacious. Very revealing. Yeah. And she's a very good-looking woman. Very. And I understand why at the end of that film, Hogan did a sequel and then married her in real life. That makes sense. It all starts to make sense. But imagine Arnie is the crocodile coming out of the water <laughs> that grabs her water bottle. And then uh, you got Paul Hogan has to jump on and tackle the crocodile. Shove the knife into its brain. Into the brain. And so all of a sudden she's in the water. Sexy moment. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Now, with the crocodile voicing Arnie, would it just be sound effects? Like, I think just sound effects. Because, like, I mean, we didn't really hear sound effects in the crocodile. It's just kind of like just going for yeah, it. Yeah. Or- and then also it just weirdly doesn't move at all with the water bottle. It just has it. And she's kind of managing to fight it off by holding it. I'm like, that crocodile is massive. You can't. Verse, yeah. Well, she maybe she was at the time doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger workout and had <laughs> wicked quad muscles. Maybe. But realistically, Arnie is the crocodile. Who would want to see that? And Arnie does a great dying uh, sound. So when the knife goes through the head, and then fades out. That's my first pitch. It's not a, a weak pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Arnie would go for it, but I think it's not bad. Um, I would like to see as well, it's such a dumb gag, but this movie is so full of them. I would love, because you know they constantly, in every scene, it's almost like, oh, yeah, he's like that because he's Australian. He's weird because he's Australian. Yeah. He's grabbing genitals because he's Australian. Which is an insult, by the way. Just... An, well, I haven't grabbed genitals in weeks. <laughs> Have some respect. I mean, I'm grabbing mine right now. Oh, yeah, no, grab your own. That's, <laughs> it's that, fine. That's called Australian culture, mate. <laughs> but I would love at one point then to be like, oh, that guy's so weird. I was like, oh, yeah, he's Australian. But then the camera pans, and it's Arnie as Arnie. And he goes, actually... It's Austrian. <laughs> I'm like correcting the because he's assumed that they're meant to say Austrian. Australian. And then he grabs their genitals and walks out. <laughs> That's my pitch. Like he's never heard of Australia before. Yeah, he's like, like I made up place. Oh, I think like, you got that wrong. Got what are you wrong. talking about? It's Austria. It's, it's like, in the north of Europe. Yeah, yeah it's, it's Austrian. <laughs> what are you doing with the L? What do you mean crocodiles in Austria? I've never yeah, seen them. I don't know what you're talking about. Come at me if you think you know. <laughs> Put it down. <laughs> and then Dundee's just like, that's a nice guy. <laughs> what a good bloke. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> I'm just weird saying, accent, though. Yeah, weird accent. Good accent, a word he said. <laughs> Must be from South Australia. <laughs> now, that is a niche reference. It's very niche, <laughs> but I'm going to allow it. Now, that's my two random pitches. What have you got for me? Okay, so the film does rely a little bit on, like, having funny, funky names. I think a bunch of people in the bar scene 
Yep. Um, oh, yeah, the punching and the. Yeah, 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 yeah. which we should probably dive into that bar scene Let's just quickly. It. That yeah. I feel like is where a lot of Americans get their idea of what Australians are. We drink and we bloody punch. Yeah, it is very bogan. And it's like there's a guy with a beer on his head and you got to punch him to make the beer fall off his head. And then. Yeah, and then like a Crocodile Dundee, his first appearance is yeah. like stumbling through the door of the bar, holding, yeah. wrestling a stuffed crocodile. Yeah. Uh, and then it's just punching, there's swearing, there's yep. fighting, there's knives, there's the looking at of different women going, oh, you look all right, you're yeah. a Sheila. Yep. It's just very stereotypical Australian. Yeah. And I admire that that's what they've gone with the movie because yep. they've, uh, I believe like Hogan said something like, this is what America thinks we are, yep. so let's give it to them on steroids. I'm so, I, honestly, he was one step away from actually just being in a kangaroo's pouch. Like, yeah, he, legit. I would have, I, I probably got cut. It probably got cut. <laughs> His original pitch was, all right, guys, so you got the full pub full of people, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to come bouncing in, in a kangaroo's pouch. I'm going to jump out, nod, and go, hey, you go, mate. And, and then the bartender's going to go, well, mate, you can't park yeah. your kangaroo there. What are you doing? <laughs> That's my kid's one. He needs it to get to school. <laughs> that didn't make the scene. No, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't, and I, I'm ashamed of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it is like, I look at that and I go, okay, this kind of explains why Americans think we are the way we are. Yep. And in a weird way, I'm okay with that because it means that we're all like the Australians as a whole, we're kind of an underdog now. That's true. Because they they misunderstand us, misinterpret us, misjudge us, underestimate us, whatever you call it. Yep. And it allows us to rise up and dominate the Olympic Games, particularly in the pool. (laughs) Now, before you lean too much into the, they've got it all wrong. I have been to a pub in Leonora, which is a random town in the goldfields. That was exactly like- In Western like, Australia. In Western Australia. That was exactly like that pub. Okay. <laughs> I punched a guy and the beard did not drop from his head. <laughs> okay. Well, my argument has just fallen to pieces. And here's the fun part. It wasn't the 80s. It was 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look. Okay. To be fair, there are still parts of Australia that are like that. <laughs> but we're not all like that, no. okay? We're not all like that. Um, but we look at that scene, and like you said, random characters. Yeah, they've got like uh, Bootlicker Bill. and yep. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know that there's a bunch of names of yep. people in that pub, like who are just a bunch of extras. Yeah. You know, Kangaroo Carl and yep. uh, Bushwhacker Bob. Yeah, Sasquatch. Sasquatch Simon, Simon, (laughs) whatever it might be. And so I think that that kind of opens up an opportunity for there to be an offsider as like an Austrian bloke who's like his sidekick, Sauerkraut Sven. (laughs) (laughs) Because you know that there would be a moment that this, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Sauerkraut Sven, he's a, you know, an Austrian gameskeeper who wants to explore the world and he's getting work experience in Australia alongside Crocodile Dundee with his tourist company. Yes. And the moment he's got off the plane, he's gone, oh, hello, Sven, nice to meet you. Like, nah, you're more of a sauerkraut. <laughs> How you going, Sven? <laughs> sauerkraut, Sven? <laughs> oh, no, it's just Sven. Yeah, nah, 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 yeah, nah, nah. I'm going to call you sauerkraut, Sven. The only way I remember you, mate. No, oh, we already know another Sven. <laughs> oh, you mean there's two Svens here? No, nah, no, nah, well, we used to, but, you know, he's gone now. But anyway, you get him once, mate. You're part of our tour company. Now, what's up with the uh, sandals you're wearing, mate? What's going on with there? Your thongs. Oh, these are because it's hot. Nah, yeah, you don't need those, mate. What are you doing, mate? You're sauerkraut, well, what do you want me to wear, then? Just, you know, wear these, mate. These are, look at these. These are thongs, mate. You see what this is? This is a black thong, mate. This is, we got weird straps in yours. Oh, can, okay, mate. but what about uh, snake bites? Do I need something a little bit strong? Stronger. No, no, no. Rub some sauerkraut on it. That's what we always say to the boys. <laughs> you like that? I don't even like sauerkraut. Oh, no. You 
mate, you have to laugh at mate. European, we know how you guys get, mate. What, what, what do you want to do while you're out here, mate? Anything you want to say? Well, I want to be an offsider so uh-huh. I can learn to be a better gameskeeper so I can go back to Austria. Oh, wait, 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 you're already in, you're already in Australia, mate. What, what? No, Austria. Yeah, like I said, you're in Australia, mate. What? No, it's another country. What? Have you ever heard of Hitler? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he come from this. Yeah, small he, bits. <laughs> I'll be honest, in the Northern Territory, yeah, a little bit. He comes from this country in Europe uh, yeah. called uh, Austria. Yep. And then he went on to dominate most of <laughs> Interesting Europe that you went straight to that link. Anyway, that's I think Austria. I'm going to change your name. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So Austria is a real country. Okay, well that's one thing we figured out. All right, so so Austria. Yeah. Anyway, wh- where are we? Walkabout Creek? Is that where I am? Yeah, that's where you are. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I need a room. I need to no, stay mate, somewhere. Where am I going to stay? You're going to stay under the stars, mate. Under the stars. Oh, so pitch a tent? Yeah, that's what you want to do. That's what you do. Just be careful of those King Browns, because for some reason in this movie, I'm going to pick them up and I'm just going to kill them. <laughs> like, it's no big issue, and it's going to totally anger snake activists. Oh, that was very graphic. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but oh, I just, Do we eat that now? Yeah, but we it don't makes, waste it, it. it'll make me gassy. If you thought that was graphic, wait till I do this. <laughs> Always the outhouse. The dunny. Oh, my God. Is that what you call me? A dunny? No, no. Am I, I saying no, the right dunny? I've never met dunny. I've never met a Donnie in my life, mate. You ever heard the phrase, there's a bear shit in the woods? Uh, yeah, a little bit. But You're in, the bear. in Germany, it's called Das Dumpfenkampf in dein Woodses. Okay. Apologies to all our German <laughs> That's what you're apologizing for? I can't say anything else that I need to apologize for, frankly. I was just going through some World War II history. Sauerkraut's fan. He's in, in Logger Man. <laughs> I don't know if Artie's going to want to play it, but you know what? It works. Let's get into the characters. All right. Yep. All right. There's some good characters in this. Not as good as Dundee. He is the hero. He is everything that this whole thing is about. The movie's named after him, and so is every plot point, it turns out. Mm. Uh, my favorite moments, of course, the buffalo blocking the way as they're driving through. Then he gets out of the car, does the classic kind of like horns with his hand. Then he puts it asleep. And then it sleeps randomly in the way of the way he was going. <laughs> yeah, I had some real issues with that when I watched it. And then I was like, oh, cut- he's going to make move, he's gonna do something amazing, some yeah. bush tricks here to move this buffalo. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, you've just made the job harder, if anything. It's now asleep and still in your way. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. What a weird car, by the way. Yeah. It was something like half Beverly Hillbillies, half Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very weird. You can tell with the lack of budget that it was definitely not, not a first <laughs> choice. And then it cuts to them in the boat and they randomly show the most like, Stock footage, Stock National footage Geographic. Of crocodiles jumping in the water, and they're like, and he's, she's like, oh! And, and he's just like, wow, that's what happens that, here in Australia. That's crocodile season, mate. And, and it's like, that, that crocodile is clearly in a different part of the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, nowhere near a real crocodile, ever. Uh, and then while he's in New York, immediately he's in uh, culture shock. Have you been in culture shock going to a different country? My first experience at Phuket, I remember like being there and just being kind of like swarmed with people trying to sell me things. And it was my first time in a country outside of Australia and being like, I don't, I can't, I, I need to go. I don't like this at all. Yeah, it's like overwhelming. So overwhelming. And so when he climbs up the lamppost and he's looking out at, at, at the crowd, I'm, I'm like, I kind of get it. Yeah, you just want to, it's it's almost like you just want to get your head above water. Yeah, he's just trying to get a gauge. He's like, what is happening? There's so many people. And then like, he just makes mates with everyone that he meets. You know, it's, it's cool. 
I think that's the part of this um, Aussie stereotype that they got right. Yeah, like from him being in the front of the limousine on the uh, on the way, because like with us in, as, as Australians with taxis and that, we always get in the front seat. Always get in the front seat, and we're very yeah. friendly. Yeah, as Australians, and I think yeah. that's you know people probably assume we're friendly based on that movie, but it's yeah. also true. We that are a pretty true. friendly nation. We are always kind of saying, "Well, g'day, mate." Here you yeah, go. Yeah. Everyone is a mate. And if we're getting a taxi or a limo, we're always going to ask, "How's your night been?" Yeah. <laughs> been busy. Busy night, boss. <laughs> busy night. <laughs> busy night. And you know that's the question that he asked. Um, and then we see some other cool scenes, like we see the uh, the random. Um, can that he throws at the guy stealing the person's purse. Yeah, which has been riffed off um, in, uh, I believe it's Hot Fuzz. Oh, yeah. There's a scene in Hot Fuzz where he has the paint can of yeah, spray yeah, paint yeah. and he does the exact same thing. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so a, f- a random scene. It's kind yeah. of showing how badass he is, I guess. He is badass. And I, I, I like that. It's really ca- It establishes the character. That and the giant knife that he tries to tuck into it near his penis. <laughs> At one point, he's like walking back from with the police horse, and yeah. he just randomly like, "Here's your knife, back, mate." And it's it's a sword, and he's like just trying to jab it in his pants. Can you imagine the conversation? Because the when he climbs up on the street pole, yeah, he's surveying the land yeah, yeah, yeah. of New York City. Can you imagine yeah. the conversation he had with the police officer that saw him? Just coming up. Can I can I can I help you, sir? <laughs> oh, get I might. <laughs> uh, uh, is there something that you need? You are standing up and hanging onto a sign. It's a bit odd. Oh, there he is, Cobber. I'm fresh to the city. Uh-huh. I'm just trying to get my bearings, trying to work out where everything is. Okay, yeah, uh, I, I don't quite. Um, the accent is uh, throwing me off quite a little bit. Uh, whereabouts are you from? Oh, mate, I'm from far north, north, no, no, not north, north Queensland. <laughs> I'm from far northern territory in Australia. It's called Walkabout Creek, mate. You're walking about here. Uh, but you're stuck on a sign. Do you need assistance, sir? Uh, well, mate, I've lost my hotel. Ow. I don't know how to get where I'm going. Well, there's only one hotel in New York City. <laughs> Famously. No, I can help you, sir. I can help you. Do you want to get on the back of my horse and ride, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> you macho Australian thing, you. <laughs> yeah, all right then, mate. I'll get on. All right. Well, if you get. All right. So I'm just going to pull up here. You hold on tight, all right? Because she, she goes fast. Oh. She goes fast. What is that? It. In my in oh you uh, mean this thing oh is that is that your penis what's that in my back no 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 that sharp thing's not my penis oh thank God that's my knife mate what is that well I call, this is my knife it's a big Bowie knife all right I'm gonna have to confiscate this until at least we get to the hotel where I'm just gonna hand it back to you no problem at all okay all right Cobb I understand all right oh, all I right. get it all right well uh, hold on to my hips <laughs> all right let me just get comfortable for a second <laughs> we're gonna uh, speed up a little bit here and uh, is that look what's in my back this time I got your knife what's happening here. That is my penis. Oh, well, that's all right then. All right. Let's go to the hotel together. <laughs> now, that's a scene I would have liked to see. <laughs> that would have been a great scene. We could have, we could have had Arnie as the uh, police officer. Then that would, nah, the horse could never handle it. <laughs> no, we saw too that, much weight, we too saw much that in True Lies. <laughs> the horse would never agree with anything to do with that. Uh, I do like that scene, but um, any scenes that you can think of in particular that you want to uh, acknowledge in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's a couple that I just wanted to talk about real quickly. Something that actually really kind of came to my mind is the um, the kangaroo shooting scene. <laughs> I forgot about that. There's, so when they're spending their first night out in the bush yep. and there's, for some reason, a bunch of 
Australian, I don't know. City folk? City folk out there just doing laps and shooting ruse. Which is not a city thing. I just want to clarify that. If anything, that's more country than anything. It's necessary. They're a pest. They're literally a pest. (laughs) Newsflash, kangaroos outnumber Australians two to one in this country. Which is why we don't speak ill of them. Yeah, we could lose a battle very easily. Easily. We already lost it to the emus. We'll lose it to the kangaroos as well. And so there's that scene where she's gone all like animal activist. Yeah. And he's like noticed that and he's like, all right, I better, you know. He's like, I already just killed a snake in front of her. I've killed a crocodile in front of her. I'd better start being a little bit nicer. And the only way to really do that is to grab a dead kangaroo and jam a gun between its arm and make it shoot at people. Yeah, it was just the most bizarre scene. Yeah. Um, could I see Arnie involved in that scene? Absolutely. We can probably dive into that a little bit later on as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I 100% agree with that one. Let's talk about characters. Mm. My first choice, right. um, the limo driver. Um, that is what he's credited as. I don't think he actually has a name in this, but he's the same guy that was in um, Die Hard. He's the cop in Die Hard. He is too. He's a he's a cool guy. I like him. Uh, Reginald Vell Johnson is his name. I had to Google it because I was like, I know this guy. I've seen a bunch of stuff. But he's a cool guy. And him and Crocodile Dundee get along famously, despite their earlier conversations, which even I was sitting there watching going, Ugh. As um, <laughs> <laughs> Crocodile Dundee greets him with saying, what tribe are you from? Yeah, that, that, that bit immediately I was like, ooh. And I guess what they're trying to portray is that he's naive. And straight away the guy reacts... I think his acting is phenomenal in that because you can see he's a little bit like, what the hell? But at the same time, he's like, this guy's not right. Yeah. <laughs> and then by the end of that conversation, they're getting along famously. So what you're saying is that we <laughs> replace the limo driver. Yeah, with Arnie. With Arnie. Yeah. It'll avoid a lot of the racial kind of stuff that we saw. He'll <laughs> fix all that situation. Because <laughs> they'll be like, where are you from? He's like, uh, from uh, Austria. Like, oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> We're back to that gag. <laughs> back to that gag. I lost me. I'm a limo driver. Also, the limo driver's held badass at one scene where he hits the pimp with the car and the two guys. The guy goes smashing through his windscreen and then he breaks off part of the car and uses it as a boomerang to hit one of the guys who doesn't move after being hit. We're assuming he's dead. He's been guillotined yeah. or something. Arnie could easily do that. He's done it before and he'll do it again. Um, the boyfriend? Fiance? Yeah, Richard Mason, uh, Sue's wealthy and arrogant boyfriend. Who's not really a bad guy. I, no. I said it before, I say it again. I just, I don't, I get we're meant to dislike him because he's in the way of the relationship that we all want. But at the same time, he hasn't really done anything wrong. His wife's the one kissing people in Australia. Is it and, his wife or is it oh, his sorry, girlfriend? Sorry, his girlfriend at the time is okay. off kissing, like, you know, uh, guys in Australia and then brings the guy back and she's kind of like enamored with him and stuff. And But he's like, yeah, I'm threatened by him, so I'm going to be a bit of a douche. Yeah, it's a weird role. It's, they're trying to make him an antagonist. He isn't really. But I totally actually could probably see Arnie in that role and they would have a fantastic exchange yeah. of Arnie and Dundee at that Italian restaurant yes. where he punches him for the first time. Yeah, that's a good bit where he's like all, all arrogantly. Do you just change it? It's no longer an Italian restaurant. It's like an Austrian restaurant, so there's a reason for him to speak German. And all of a sudden, he's like, that's my German. Uh, <laughs> and he looks at Dundee, and he's like, oh, do, do you want to have a go at uh, ordering for us? Oh, yeah, mate. I'd love to have a go. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. i got a mate back in Australia. He worked with me for a bit. He recommends this thing called sauerkraut. Yeah, you read the menu then. <laughs> have a yeah, go. all right. Well, have, have a go at that. What do we got here? We got some sauerkraut. 
Oh, you got a... Oh, this bratwurst looks all right. Yeah, try reading the menu. Stop just racially profiling this. <laughs> oh, we got some strudel. Uh, yeah, and I yeah. reckon I've just about uh, got to the bottom of the barrel of all the Austrian dishes <laughs> I know. Have you looked at the Wiener schnitzel? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll get a bit of that schnitzel as all well. All right, all right, all right. Uh, I got to apologize that there's no kangaroo steaks. <laughs> oh, mate, that, we're not at an Australian restaurant. Why will we have kangaroo steaks? You've got me there. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him one bit. <laughs> I just want to talk to you a little bit about this Sheila. Yes. This is, my, this is my woman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Oh, I don't like the way you're looking at her. All right, mate. No need to get angry. Let's simmer down a little bit. Okay. Tell me about your woman. How'd you meet her? It was a beautiful moment. I was where I saw her and she was working at the newspaper where I was working. I started dating and then she was, she's never really home. So I cheat a lot when she's away. Oh, it's funny you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why it's so funny about that? Well, you see, when she was on location with me. Okay, is that what we're calling it? In a way. Yeah. Uh, on Walkabout Creek. Yeah. I saved her from a crocodile. Oh, that's beautiful. That's where the story should end, I suppose. But it's not. That's where it starts. Sorry, wait till one moment. <laughs> I'm going to need one moment. Well, while you're there, mate, just a couple of sparkling waters here. Okay. No, no, that's, no, I will have another drink alcohol. Thank you. You got beer? <laughs> of course I got beer. It's an Austrian restaurant. Talk about the crocodile, for God's sakes. Oh, yeah, so this croc jumps out, trying yeah. to have a nibble of your Sheila, trying yeah. to get a bit of the candy or something like that. Yeah, okay. And so I go, well, good thing I was behind the bushes spying. I mean, looking oh, after oh, it. I'm so sorry. Did you? Okay, I'll continue the story. So I had this whopping 10-inch knife in my pants. <laughs> That's what we're calling it now. Okay. <laughs> I whipped that out as quick as I could, launch myself onto the top of that croc, and plunge this knife straight into its skull, neutralized the brain, saved the day. Interesting. <laughs> Anyway, yep. so then we kissed. <laughs> no! No! And then you proceed to punch him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a much better scene. Yeah. See how much more alive it comes. Because the original version, he subtly just knocks him out. But yeah. this one, he's asking for a punch in the head. In fact, I think in the original version, he tells her, hey, look at that. Look at the meal the fat lady over yeah. there is eating. <laughs> <laughs> then just knocks him out. <laughs> Tried with me. <laughs> You'd have to punch him at least twice to get Arnie out, realistically. So I think as as the foil of Crocodile Dundee, yep. Richard Mason, the uh, snobbish, arrogant boyfriend, yep. is a viable option. I'm not going to touch Sue. She's perfect casting. I'm, I'm going to leave her as is. Crocodile Dundee is the only character left. Can we see Arnie <laughs> <laughs> playing Paul Hogan? <laughs> As Crocodile Dundee. Now, I guess the first question... This is ridiculous. The first question I have in mind... Okay, yep. Is that a knife? Is, well, is the accent, right? Yep, yep. So it, it's an Australian movie. It, it, correct. It doesn't so, get more Australian. Are we casting Arnie yep. as an Australian crocodile hunter and he has to then put on an accent or... He, like how how does a how does a meeting with Hollywood Hollywood directors right. and producers go in that scenario? You're the agent. Ring me. <laughs> bring bring. One moment. The phone's bring bring. The phone's ringing. One second. One moment. Bring bring. Gonna put this weight down. Bring bring. Hello. Hi, Arnie. It's your agent, James. Oh, hey, how are you? I haven't served you for a little while. What's going on? I just wanted to say we've got a couple of roles coming up. We wanted you to consider that you uh, we think you might be perfect casting for. Well, that's fantastic news. What are we talking about? Hit me. 
Okay, well, this is a little bit of a, uh, more of an indie film. Uh, Have you heard of Australia? No, it's very similar. This is the one I always get confused for. I always tell them I'm from Austria, and they go, we got kangaroos there. I'm like, no. Uh-huh. Well, it's not Austria. Okay. We're talking Australia. It's in the Southern Hemisphere. Yes. It takes about 18 hours to fly there from uh, LA, where okay. we are right now. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you don't need to remind me where I am, all right? I know who I am. I know where I am. It's right. right. the movie. Okay, so it's called Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee. Okay. This is the lead role, and uh-huh. we think you might be a shoe in for this. Shut up! I'm talking to my agent! Danny, get out of here! Sorry, Danny DeVito wants me to do a third movie. Oh, Danny's there. Yeah, no, don't talk to him. I don't want to talk. Danny! No! Okay. We'll get to Danny later. I'd love to have a word with no, him. No, no, no. I don't think I, anyone can really sound like him right now. No, it's all right. I got a role for him. It's <laughs> okay. called Sauerkraut Spam. <laughs> I'll call him later. It's okay. <laughs> okay. So tell me about the movie and what will I be wearing? Okay. So you're going to wear nothing but uh, uh, crocodile skin. Okay. You have a necklace of crocodile teeth uh-huh. and you just have your muscles out. You have no sleeves. This is perfect movie made for me. It is. I know. This is great. I'm already wearing most of the outfit right now. I'm shocked to hear that. You shouldn't be. <laughs> you shouldn't be at all. Okay. So shooting is going to be in January. Uh huh. And we're going to pay you about $2 million, they reckon. Sorry, what? It's going to be a $2 million movie. Don't waste my fucking time. <laughs> oh, 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 Arnie, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought this was a movie. Well, I mean, you want to go to Australia. It's a free trip to Australia. $2 million. You... I wouldn't get out of bed for $2 million. But you're getting paid to go to Australia. I don't want to go to Australia that bad. You pay me. But then half the movie's filmed in New York. Now. <laughs> we change it. First party in Austria, and then I go to LA. Well, I... There's no crocodiles in Austria. And we call it twins. <laughs> Danny, I've got a movie idea. (laughs) That's pretty much it, right? That's pretty much it. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, look, I'll be honest. I can see Arnie in a few roles in this movie. Crocodile Dundee just isn't one of them. Paul Hogan owns it. I don't think we want to see um, Arnie, although there is one scene that we do want to see Arnie as Crocodile Dundee. And it's the most famous scene. It's the one where he goes, hey, man, you got a light? (laughs) He goes, here you go, man. Here's your light. (laughs) And then he pulls that knife and goes, give me your wallet. And he says, well, that's not a knife. This is a knife. Now imagine Arnie saying that. Okay. What are you doing? That's not a knife. This is a knife. I feel like he would do it more stern. Oh, you'd be more stern. Yeah, I want you more stern. Okay. Do you want me to? I can get in the character as well if you want. Okay. Okay. Hey, man, you got a light? Of course I got a light. You want a light? Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shing. Ooh. Give me your wallet. Well, that's a knife. Was that not? That's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> you're too happy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're saying that Arnie, Arnie uh, would be better if he's if he's yelling at us. Because I know like that. Paul Hogan's got the cheekiness, but Arnie's like, well, you'd be more angry, right? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, Peter Feynman here, by the way. I'm the director. Uh, Arnie, you were doing a great job right now. Oh, um, thank you, Peter. I appreciate been, it's it. It's been interesting. I loved all the changes to the script. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, but but we, in this scene, it is integral right now. Yes, you're your cheeky, cheeky self. Yeah, Peter, talk to me. Yeah. Give me brass tacks. I, I, I don't do this. This scene... It's uh-huh. going to live on forever if we do it right. Yeah, okay. Okay? This is the moment that's going to be in the trailer. It's going to be in the Quantasans. Peter, yeah. I need you to cut the BS. What are your notes? Okay, here's my note. Do it better. Okay. Well, right. what, I probably need a little bit more note okay. than that. Do it stern. Stern. You're scaring him, but at the same time, you're saving the woman next to you. Okay. Or as you would call her a Sheila. Remember, character. Character. 
Okay. All right. All right. Can we get? All right. We're just gonna get Bob back in. Bob. All right. Uh, reset. Let's do this again. Here we go. All right. Action. Hey man, you get a lot? Yeah. 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 Shin, give me a what? You call that a knife? This is a knife. See, Peter, I did a bit more of a grunt then. Yeah, yeah, we all noticed that. You know, let's go to lunch. <laughs> we're going to lunch. <laughs> no, I think I really get in the hang of this. No, I think no, we should no, keep going. I, I think we're, we're, going, we're going to lunch. Someone get Paul Hogan on the line. All right, thanks, guys. I all hope right. they have some we're, more we're, we're, <laughs> I think it's safe to say we can add Arnie to this movie. We can't add him as the lead, because why would we do that? Mm. But we can definitely add him as a talking crocodile. <laughs> or sauerkraut Sven. <laughs> or sauerkraut Sven. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> yes, thank you so much for listening. Um, of course, if you want to give us a review, we would appreciate that. Liking a lot of socials or join the Can We Add Arnie Facebook group as well. And let us know what movies you want us to do. We've had a few comments in there already. Uh, and we will be looking at getting guests on in future episodes as well. So if you're keen, let us know. Please do. Reviews help us get noticed as yeah. a podcast. We would love to quit our day jobs. Yes. Oh, God, that would be so good. Sorry, I just ejaculated. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a massive shout out to Noise Pilot as well for putting this whole thing together. Uh, and we are going to watch Crocodile Dundee 2 now. Oh, no. No, we're not. No, no. we're not. <laughs>